Welcome back to the Post 20 Podcast, but this is not your normal Post 20 Podcast episode. This is a new segment we're trying to start up here, and also on Wednesdays we are trying to start up. These will be solo episodes, uh, depending on what that host wants to do that week. So, right now, today is Monday, November 30th, 2020. Um... My name is Matt Waldron. Obviously, you know that because you're here. And we will be trying to do solo episodes for myself on these Mondays, meaning Wednesdays will be Evan's day to do whatever he likes. And don't be worried, Fridays will still be our normal show with the two of us and a guest if we have if we have one. But um, this is what we were talking about the, the past couple of weeks about new things going on. Uh, if you haven't seen on our socials, uh, we have the new new uh, logo and the new art. Um, new other new things are coming as well, um, with overlays and potentially streaming on Twitch. Our live recordings. If you guys want to follow us over there, we will tell you about that on Friday, most likely, or Evan will tell you about it Wednesday. Um, but today, well, for most Mondays, it'll be what I've deemed the. Well, I have a notepad here with the weekend highs and lows of sports gambling. So this is a very slippery slope if you're new to that. Obviously, if you've been listening to the, to our show, you're most likely into sports gambling. Or if not, you're learning about it, which is awesome. Um, but for me, uh, I told I talked about on the show Friday that... Uh, my dad picked up COVID, and uh, me and my family have been locked down in the house for the past week. Uh, yesterday, our results came back. We tested. We are on negative, thankfully. Um, so just another week in here, and I can go back to work and everything. And But in the meantime, instead of being paid for there, I'm making my money on sports gambling, which I do not condone other people to do. It is very risky. Um, you can get carried away and make a silly mistake. Um, I spilled water all over my laptop yesterday, which I've had for six years now, and I fried the circuits. Um, so be very careful with your emotions around your valuable items. That is a lesson I learned and hopefully will remember in the future, but that is besides the point. Um, I just want to recap all my slips for this weekend and go into other things. So these episodes will probably be about 20 to 30 minutes long, uh, about half the time of our normal episodes, just to test out the how long you guys pay attention or how long we can keep your attention, hopefully the whole time, um, just to move forward. But to start off, my first slip I had was Friday morning. Um, I think it was after, the, or actually before the show recording, we did um, college football. There was college football on Friday, which was good. Um, I took Iowa State over Texas, a very sweaty game, Big 12. Um, winner pretty much decided who was going to represent, the, or who was going to be the Big, Big 12 winner. Uh, Iowa back and forth with Texas. Texas lost to Iowa State last year in a big game. This year, Iowa State pulled through. Very big for my first leg there. Uh, next, I went with uh, UMass, who has not won a game this year, uh, playing Liberty, who was a very good team this year. 
and I took the spread minus 36 and a half. Liberty absolutely annihilated UMass. I believe it was 45 to nothing or three at the minimum. So they covered, meaning my last leg here, my three leg. I had Iowa covering the spread against Nebraska minus 13 and a half. A lot of points in the Big in the Big Ten. Uh, as you guys know, I'm a big Ohio State supporter, so I feel like the Big Ten is my most comfortable conference when betting. Um, Iowa, obviously, going against that, did not pull through the scumbags. Uh, they did win the game, however, but only won by six, meaning I did not win that parlay, which happens a lot. In gambling, if you don't know, if you don't do it a lot, uh, there are more losses than wins, which it means those wins feel so much better and so much more rewarding, which happened in this next one. Uh, we moved on to the Premier League, English Premier League. Uh, the only game that was going on on Friday was Crystal Palace playing, hosting Newcastle. Evan and I talked about this game. We both put, picked Newcastle. We felt like would win the game with no Wilfred Zaha. Palace are very poor going forward, and Callum Wilson was back for Newcastle, also my man on prem, or no, fantasy. He came through. I took Newcastle to win the game. I had under two and a half goals, which is pretty good, which hit. It was a 2 nothing final, and Callum Wilson did score, meaning I hit all three legs and won, which was huge, big boost for the start of the weekend. Uh, they did not score until about the 85th minute, which was squeaky bum time. Um, Callum Wilson scored. I, it, it was like a shot of adrenaline straight into the veins when he scored. I was running around the house. It was straight out of like a story here from your friends. Um, and then they scored a minute later, making it 2-0. And I got pretty scared because I was thinking if they go over two and a half goals i'm gonna be so mad because they waited until the very last minute to start playing good and then i think it was the 92nd minute john joe Silva had a free kick and he he placed it in the bottom left but the goalie for crystal palace Gaita was there to cover it which relieved me and that ended so i was up on the weekend then we have our third parlay of the day Back to college football. We go Notre Dame playing North Carolina. Notre Dame, four and a half point favorites. They covered. Second te- second ranked team in the country. Uh, probably going to have to play Clemson in the ACC championship again. A rematch from earlier in the year. Uh, Notre Dame gave Clemson their first loss of the season. And I would say if Notre Dame wins that game again, Clemson does not make it into the college football playoffs, which would be incredible but also sad news because i want ohio state to rematch them to get revenge for that bullshit last year with the refs um unfortunately my other two parts of that leg did not hit uh went out of my comfort zone i went with some uh central michigan at eastern michigan eastern michigan zero and three central michigan i think two and one took the over 58 and a half did not hit also eastern michigan got their first win and then I went with the Pac-12, another over at 51.5, Stanford at Cal, Pac-12 known for their poor defense, just like the Big 12, uh, a lot of points, West Coast offense, fast pace, did not hit Stanford, Cal, terrible game. Uh, moving on to my fourth slip of the day, ending the night, 
college basketball now, as you heard last Friday. Uh, Evan and I slip on that, did not hit very well, and I did not heed that warning. So I took UC Irvine at San Diego State, over 129.5, very low for college basketball. Uh, Got there in the very end, San Diego State pulling out the win. Uh, South Dakota State now at St. Mary's, over 136.5, a very poor shooting, which means the over did not hit, ending that. And then also, I took the under 144.5 with a Valpo playing Vanderbilt. Uh, Did not hit. Also, Vanderbilt, college football. Quick note, besides the betting, uh, first female kicker ever to play in the the Power 5 game. Uh, That's the headline, but she kicked. She did the kickoff, one kickoff, because Vanderbilt got shut out 41 to nothing by Missouri. Nobody wants to talk about that. Uh, they're 0-8 on the season. Their co-head coach got fired. But we are just going to talk about the first female ever playing college football. That makes more sense. And her kickoff went 35 yards, but nobody wants to talk about that either. Uh, she obviously got hate, which is not... You don't want to send hate. It just, just it's Think about the milestone for her. Don't take away from it. I mean, obviously, she didn't kick the ball well. It, you, you know that from the start. She's not going to kick it as far as the guys. But we'll have to wait and see for the rest of the season if she gets a chance at a field goal. If she misses, she will get even more hate, which will not be good to see for her, for her sake. But um, moving on. So Friday, four slips, one win. Uh, Somehow I was positive uh, for the day, which was nice. We move on to Saturday. I put in a slip Friday night for the Saturday morning soccer games. Uh, Prem, Brighton, Liverpool. We said Liverpool was going to win. Liverpool with a a reserve side, kind of. Not really reserve, but they changed their formation, resting one or two players in the back line. Obviously, they've had their injuries. Uh, Brighton, no Tyreek Lamptey, their fullback, who's been playing really well on a red card. Um, Liverpool was a one nothing. I was feeling comfortable, and then a 92nd minute VAR penalty was given against Liverpool for some magical reason because Andy Robertson magically touched the bottom of Danny Welbeck's uh, cleat out of the blue, and it comes back 30 seconds later. Brain gets the penalty. Game ends in a tie. So that ends that, and then I had. Everton beating Leeds. We talked about that being a very high-tempo, high-velocity game. A lot of attacking. It was. It was very entertaining. But it only ended 1-0 to Leeds. So I'm 0 for 2 on that parlay. And then we ended with the worst game, West Brom-Sheffield. I listened back to the episode um, after the fact, and I took Sheffield. And prior to that, about a minute later, I said Sheffield is possibly the worst attacking team in the league. And I still picked them, so rightfully so, West Brom won the game, meaning I lost all those, waste of $25, and my stupidity after the Liverpool loss, I doubled down on Everton and Sheffield winning another 25 and lost that. So, big donut for me on the soccer that day. And then we had college football again. We went on an all-Big Ten slip, Maryland at Indiana. Indiana coming off a bit, uh, well, not, I wouldn't say a big loss, but they lost Ohio State, a very good team. 
uh, not biased or anything, but um, yeah, the, I took the under in this game. Maryland had 23 players out with COVID. Their coach just got clear. They hadn't practiced in two weeks. Indiana is a defense-oriented team. 62.5 points is a lot for that, those two teams, and it rightfully hit the under. Um, the Ohio State-Illinois game, Ohio State minus 27.5 on the spread. The game was canceled due to COVID reasons. Ryan Day, the head coach for Ohio State, uh, was tested positive, and a few other staff members for the team also tested positive, so they didn't want to risk it, meaning Ohio State has two games left on the season. They have to play those two games because in the Big Ten committee's rules, you have to play a minimum of six games to be in contention for the Big Ten championship, uh, meaning they could not, potentially they might not even make the college football playoffs, which would be very upsetting. And their two games left are Michigan State and Michigan. So our season relies on those two teams not playing spoiler and I could definitely see Michigan getting COVID and saying, oh, we can't play, and then ruining their season. I could 100% see that. Also, they ruined my parlay. Uh, Penn State at Michigan took Michigan. Don't know why. Um, They had quarterback issues. Um, Their starting quarterback, I forget his name, he got hurt in the game. The Milton came in. Not a very good passing quarterback, but their passing on the day was terrible. Penn State was running all over Michigan. Michigan could not tackle to save their lives, leading to Penn State's first win of the season. And another loss. You're seeing a trend here, aren't you? Uh, but don't don't think it carries on because the next slip, the afternoon slip on Saturday, four-leg parlay, biggest one so far. We have Kentucky at Florida, college football. Florida minus 23.5 point spread. They cover 24 by 24 points. Uh, Very scary start. Kentucky had, I believe, 20 minutes of possession to Florida, or no, 23 minutes of possession, time of possession to Florida 7 in the first half, with Florida being at 14 at 10 at the half based off a punt return, which was awesome. Uh, they covered that. I took Northwestern Michigan State over 40.5 points. Very low. Uh, they covered by, I believe, 2.5. Uh, Michigan State also got the upset on Northwestern, who was undefeated, eighth-ranked team in the country. Uh, like I said, we Ohio State plays them next week. Uh, Ohio State's also, I think, a 24-point favorite right now. Uh, then I went with Boston College, minus point or minus half a point basically just take them to win uh, against louisville to look at to the very end louisville's quarterback looked very good on the ground uh, boston college couldn't really stop him but they had a few stops and scored on the other end leading to my final game on the slip uh, mississippi state at Ole miss the egg ball um i listened to barstool's college pick'em uh, I, I went with what Dave said, Dave Portnoy. He took Mississippi State to cover plus nine and a half. Uh, I had to ride with El Prez, and he pulled through, giving me the win on the slip. But it was very scary until the end. Ole Miss, or Mississippi State had to keep replying to Ole Miss. They were very, I believe Ole Miss had a total of 560 total yards of offense against Mississippi State. 
um, very bad, very scary until the end, but they covered by seven, so I won that, then, uh, what was that, my night slip there, I had uh, a mixture now of college football and college basketball, uh, it was, I, I rode a high into this, I was, I was picking blindly, really, I took Baylor, Baylor in, in basketball, Baylor's first match, their, sec, their preseason second ranked in the country. They're playing Louisiana Lafayette, uh, the Raging Cajuns. My brother's a big fan of their college football team. Um, Baylor was 20.5-point favorites. They covered, thankfully. They shot, I believe, 60% from the three-point three line, which is very good. And if, if that happens, they will cover any spread. Um, then I had TCU playing the 0-7 Kansas Jayhawks in college football now. Uh, TCU covering 22.5. They covered, I believe, by 28 or something. Kansas is terrible. Terrible football team. Terrible all around. Um, TCU had two touchdowns where the guy was wide open on the catch for about 20 yards. So I'm two for two. My last game, what do you know? Going back to the Pac-12. Arizona at UCLA. Chip Kelly coaching UCLA. Should have took UCLA on the spread. But I took the over. And what do you know? Over 70 and a half. I got absolutely jabated into this pick. 70 and a half. How do I? Th- how did I think they were going to cover that? Uh, obviously, they didn't. I believe it was like a total of forty in that game. There were only like three points scored in the third quarter alone. So waste there. Then for some reason, I bet on the boxing match that night. The on the Tyson uh, Jones Jr. card, uh, Jake Paul versus Nate Robinson. I believed. I was going to see the fight goes the distance. They were doing six rounds, uh, three minute through six three minute rounds. No headgear. No headgear. Nate Robinson never boxed before, just trained. Uh, Jake Paul's fought one fight before, but he's a lot bigger, a lot stronger. His natural weight was, I think, 210. He had to drop some weight for the fight. Obviously, he has a four four inch height difference. With Nate, also a bigger wingspan. So all the advantages were to him. But I thought Nate would be like Mayweather and just bob and weave and try to stay alive. But what do you know? His inexperience, he ran right into Jake the whole time. And got knocked down three times within the first two rounds. And Jake won in the second round by knockout. And all the memes have been coming the past couple days of Nate. Nate in a bed and all other kinds uh there was one disrespectful to ali it was a picture of jake over nate and then side by side with ali over uh another opponent like the iconic one of him with this glove on his chest uh, i thought that was disrespectful towards ali but yeah i lost a hundred dollars on that but i made it up on roulette so that was saturday now, finally, on Sunday, I know this is getting repetitive. Sunday, we had we had NFL now. Oh, no, before that, we had uh, Prem. 
back to Prem. We had Man United playing Southampton. Southampton on good form. Man United coming off great form as well. Uh, I took Man United money line to win the game outright. I said that in the show on Friday. They did with a 3-2 win in the 92nd minute. Edison Cavani off the bench. Two goals and assist. Playing great. Uh, pulled through for me. Then we had Chelsea Tottenham in a London derby. I took a draw. Like I said in the show, in the show I said a 2-2-3-3 draw, but it was a 0-0 draw. Still got it right. And then we ended on Arsenal needing a win against Wolves. They lost. Um, I truly know, or I think I know now what it feels like to be an Arsenal fan and getting your heart ripped out and stomped on time and time again when you get your highs, your um, hopes up high. So I probably won't be doing that for a while, betting on Arsenal. I did, however, cash out at a certain point and was in the profit, but could have had $700, but instead I had 72 uh, missing a zero there, but posi- coming out positive is still uh, nice. Also in the game, there was a big head collision with David Luiz and Raul Jimenez, the striker for Wolves. Uh, news just came out that Jimenez had surgery in a local hospital in London um, for he, he had a skull fracture when his, when he collided with David Luiz. Um, glad to see his, his, the surgery went well. Um, hopefully he's okay mentally. Nothing uh, went wrong up there like memory loss or anything like that. So that's great news to hear for him. And moving on, uh, I've been on the site so long my thing logged out. Sorry, give me a second, guys. All right, there we go. We're back. And then we move on to a long day of the NFL. Um, Very, very painful um, for this here. We start off with the 1 o'clock window. Made two slips. We have the Raiders, minus 3.5 at Atlanta. Possibly the worst performance I've ever seen from the Las Vegas Raiders. What the fuck happened, John Gruden? You lost 46 or 43 to 6. You might as well not have even showed up. Like, what the fuck happened? It's an absolute debacle. So, obviously, that parlay didn't hit. We'll move on to the rest of it. Uh, Browns minus seven against the one and eight or one and nine Jacksonville Jaguars, missing a lot of key guys. Uh, Browns minus seven and a half. They only won by two. It was a close game. Browns just couldn't pull away. They lost that for me. Then uh, the Los Angeles Chargers playing the Buffalo Bills. I had the over fifty one and a half. I took this because a uh, big cat. Um, I believe it ended seven or eight points shy. Uh, the, just the Chargers couldn't get enough points on the board. Buffalo did their part, but. Justin Herbert couldn't do his, uh, so 0 for 3 on that slip, but <laughs> I took the Titans' money line against the Colts, which was a, a very good pick. The Titans put 35 on the Colts in the first half, and they come up with a win. Also, first place in their division now in the AFC, which is good to see. Derrick Henry had an absolute monster day. I think he had like two, two or three touchdowns within the first half, which is incredible. 
and then my other slip for the NFL on the one o'clock window games, I took I took Arizona minus one against the Patriots. Uh, didn't heed Prez's words. Don't bet against the Patriots. They stung me. Cam Newton had an absolute terrible day passing, but somehow they won the game because uh, mainly because Hopkins was covered by Stephon Gilmore and did not have a touchdown that day. Also, the New York Giants, minus 6.5 at Cincinnati. Uh, the Oil won by 2. Daniel Dimes got Daniel Dimes. Danny Dimes got hurt. By, um, in the game, so Colt McCoy had to come in for the Giants. Couldn't string enough points, and also the defense could not hold up against the the Bengals. I shouldn't say that. The refs and the fucking dumbass players giving up stupid penalties, gifting the Bengals a touchdown, roughing the passer, and an absolute bullshit pass interference call by the refs against the Giants. Seal my fate in that game. But it wouldn't have mattered because Cam Newton ruined my day. And we carry on to a tilt bet. We went with the afternoon games. Uh, Chiefs at Bucks over 56. Just shy. Tampa Bay could not string enough points in the first half to give the over. Um, I know Evan got his slip on or his same game parlay for the Chiefs went through for a, a whopping 600 so shout out to evan on that good picks there happy for him and then my other game i had the rams minus five and a half um the niners just showed up in a rivalry game and winning field goal last seconds giving the rams a big loss and then we bet the sunday night game took the packers to win absolutely stomped the bears uh, Robert Tunyon Jr., the tight end, getting a touchdown. Big. And you would think Aaron Jones, star running back for the Packers, would get a touchdown. No. Gets yanked halfway through the third quarter to give Jamal Williams all the time, and he gets a touchdown. <laughs> You're playing your arch rivals. Run the fucking score up. Get your key guys touchdowns. Pad these fucking stats. Police, like ugh. I understand you're trying to rest them and they don't get hurt, but their defense was missing so many good guys on the line. Fucking Akeem Hicks, Aaron Jones could have had a fucking field day, but no, you just fucking shaft us. So yeah, Sunday was a bad day. Um, in the negative there, Saturday and Friday I was in the positive, so I'm still up right now. I'm sitting with a rack in the account. Uh, we have the Monday night game, the Eagles against the Seahawks. I have no idea what the hell I'm going to do. Um, betting four against the Eagles is always annoying because it's multi-interest. Multi, I have multiple interests in the team and my bets and everything, so it's very confusing. But that's enough of the betting. I've been ranting for about 20 minutes on that. So... I mean, you can tell there's a lot of emotions that go into sports gambling. Um, but we carry on because uh, we're degenerates, right? Uh, moving on from that, uh, in the soccer world, I've been talking about the Prem. Uh, before every game, they've been honoring Diego Maradona. He, unfortunately, passed away from a heart attack on Friday. Um, one of the greatest of all time. 
um, obviously won the 1986 World Cup with Argentina and was an icon in Italy with uh, Napoli, winning multiple league titles with them. Um, an absolute legend of the game and an icon in himself as a person. Uh, passed away, so RIP to him and condolences to his family and friends and all the all the fans. Um and then lastly, I wanted to touch on uh, last night. I was listening to our very first show on the show on the Post Twenty podcast, um, our episode zero actually, and it ran. Uh, it was pretty smooth. Like I thought it was cringe. I thought it would be cringe, but it honestly was a very smooth show with the transitions for four of us. Um, we talked about Jeff, my fish. We're going on, I believe five years now from when we had him um what else did we talk about we talked about like what time period we wanted to live in and movies and all these different things and it was a natural flowing conversation that was pretty good and i thought it was like a good show and then i listened to this following episode that we listed as episode one and that one seems like a episode zero to me because we Touched on every NFL game, going in depth on Pickham, and it was so. Sorry, I'm yawning. It's early in the morning now. It's early in the morning when I'm recording this. Um, it was really annoying because we took up so much time in the show just talking about the football games, and me particularly listening to myself. It was so awk, fucking cringe because I was interjecting into people's trains of thoughts and I was getting them off topic and just it was so annoying to me listening back to that and having done all the shows we've done now and picking up little things what to do and what not to do I mean I still do a lot of things that aren't good but you live and you learn right but um yeah and also Wade was just so (laughs) Wade was so uncomfortable talking about the sports like he said like he grew up with like not really watching sports or anything like that and just never got into it which is fine but um he would try to interject little comedy little punchlines and stuff and little jokes and none of us would pick up on it because we're in our car sports mojo and we just didn't orient it around him and i feel bad because he eventually decided to just drop the show and move on which was disheartening to me and i felt bad but i mean i'd love to have him back as a guest if he'd want to be but we'll get in touch with him and we've hung out since and it's fine like wade's a great guy so i'm sure we can get him back and it'd be fine but um other than that i don't really have any other notes um this is just testing out how the show will go um listen just thinking about it how i talked about sports gambling for 25 minutes on all my slips and that i'll probably only touch on the most heartbreaking ones and the key ones for me just to save you guys time because i'm at the 30 minute mark now so this is just a tester um let us know what you think of this and let us know how hype you are about wednesdays for evan uh hit us up on our instagram and twitter we are posting back on there obviously at post 20 pod um i released an update video if you guys haven't seen on there i will also be releasing 
uh, another another clip from Friday's show on there today, right after this show goes up. So make sure you head over to those socials. Also, follow us uh, at Post Twenty Podcasts on SoundCloud, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Uh, leave a five star review and what we need to improve on. If you don't think that we get a, deserve a five star review. Uh, we, we need more interaction with you guys. Um, if you do our listener, just interact with our content and all that, and we'll reply to you guys. Like we're always down to connect with you guys. That's why we do this. Well, number one, we do this as an outlet. I should say we do it an outlet and just because me and Evan enjoy it, but also if we can get other people involved that enjoy our content and want to join on, we'd love to do that collab. But, um, other than that, enjoy enjoy the week like i said it's monday uh i know mondays are always bad but we can get through this every day just take it day by day and eventually we'll get to the weekend to friday shows but that's it from me um like i said evan will be on here wednesday with his show with whatever he wants to talk about so i'm excited to hear what he has to say but um that's it from me so uh i'll talk to you guys on friday so see you then